sure. Hey guys, what's going on? So I'm doing a podcast from here in Roswell with my boys. I got Parrish in the house. What's up? Say what's up, Parrish. What's going on, y'all? And then I got Roberts in the house. What up, what up? And Roberts is a native of Roswell. So Ro- Roberts, tell us kind of what it's like to live in Roswell before we kick this thing off. Because oh. this place looks depressing as fuck. Yeah, so it's pretty dry. Uh, makes your ass chapped. Uh, it sucks. I don't like. I don't it's like. Pretty, it's pretty boring. Like uh, a lot of a lot of heroin addicts. A lot of. So like, I mean, a lot of those here. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just to be honest, it's fucking hotter than a spoon in Demi Lovato's house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it's just there's not a lot to do. The only thing we got going for us are aliens and fucking Nimi. That's it. There you go. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Carson's Corner Podcast. So, as always, we got our sponsors, Stay Goal, Tattoo Parlor. Check them out. Um, James Pierce is the first guy in that parlor right now. He's in the United States Navy. He does a lot of tattoos uh, himself. Um, check him out. Right now, he's doing freehand stuff, but uh, he starts working on stencils, man. His shit's going to look beautiful. All right, so now that we're in Carson's Corner, we're going to kick it off. And like I said, every time we got a new guest on, we kick it off with Carson's. We're going to put them in the corner. We're going to ask them questions. So, Roberts, you're going to be first up. All right. You're going in the corner, man. What's up, man? All right. What was your first vehicle? I had a 2000 Toyota Camry. How was that? And it's still in my driveway. It's still in your... Oh, is that blue one? No, that's a. Uh, that's my brother's Dodge. Oh, okay. Avenger. Oh, I didn't even see it. How, how was... Oh, I... Bro... Bro, I, honestly, like, I love that car. Like, did a lot of stuff in that car. Took it a lot of places. <laughs> uh, I broke the door handle off. How'd you break the door Dro- handle? Because I'm the Hulk, bro. No, but, like, so I broke it off. Uh, and then I had to fabricate a, a handle out of paracord. And uh, never got it fixed because it was just badass, you know? It's still there like it's that? still there. That's awesome. Tap them up. Tap, tap, sapper right there. Yeah. Sapper. All right. Second question. Yeah. If you could, if, what's your spirit animal and why? Uh, damn. I like to think I'm a water chicken. You're a water chicken? I'm a water chicken. Why is that? I'll tell you why, because some high speed, you know, like on land, but I can also get stuff done in the water. You know? Nice. I like it. Water chicken. Water chicken. All right. What's the... Most fun you've had here in Roswell? Oh, man. Um, most fun I've had in Roswell. Um, damn, I don't know. It's got, there's a lot of fun times here. Just, What's your favorite subject? Meth or I mean, math? <laughs> what? Uh, so, um, <coughs> one time, me and one of my boys, uh, we were leaving the gym. Oh, you know what? Oh, I can't go. I I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. What? This is a, this is a safe area for okay. fuck ups. All right. The, this is gonna sound really messed up, but the funnest time I had was uh, there was a school shooting at my middle school. <laughs> no joke. No joke. There's a school shooter at my middle school, um, and it was dope because I got to miss two days of two days of school. Um, I was in, well, I was in eighth grade, at the time, and uh, it was dope. You know, a lot of, a lot of high speed 
Shit. So wait, just to double check what you said. Yes. Your favorite memory, or the most fun you've had here in Roswell, was when your school got shot up. And you missed two days. That was, dude, it was dope. Because I just got to kick it with my parents the whole time. Like, I was still young, so... Uh, I didn't really, like, you know... Like, I didn't do anything. But, you know, it was just... It was cool. I mean, okay, let me back up. It wasn't cool. It was real scary. You know, like, <laughs> it was cool. We got shut up. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that happened. But, like, if we're talking, like, actual fun times... Uh, we used to do a lot of fires. Like, bonfires out at... Uh, bottomless lakes and that was pretty cool nice a lot of good times there um and since we're talking about uh shootings let's talk about another one so which one so there was the so there was a uh, shooter at my middle school um i was there it was cool not really but you know and then another time this is a few years later me and my dad we we were eating at talk we had just sat down at taco bell I don't eat at Taco Bell anymore because it just it's nasty. I don't, I don't like it. You but, also uh, live in New Mexico, I, so yes. It's like, so we got the real stuff here. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, it just sounded like a bunch of black cats were going off in the parking lot. And uh, come to find out, there was a damn shootout over there with the cops and like these people that had all kinds of drugs and stuff. Oh my god, that was cool. I didn't get to eat my food. I still think about that. Like, damn, I just sat down. I didn't even get to eat it because. What, what did you order? Oh man, I ordered three soft tacos. And a fiery Doritos Locos Tacos. And let me tell you what. I was hungry as shit. Do you, you think about that every day? I do. Every time I, it comes up, like in the conversation, yeah. I think about, damn, I didn't even get to eat that. Do you have a little PTSD from not being able to eat your tacos? You know, I never look at a, at a taco the same. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those things where it's like, damn, I could have eaten that. But nope, never got the chance to because... Uh, RPD decide, decided they want to pop shit off in the parking lot of Taco Bell. Damn. It was All dope. Right, next question. Right. Would you rather suck one dick ten times or ten dicks one time? Bro, why you gotta ask me that? All right. <laughs> uh, think about it. I'd have to go... Fuck, man. It's a good-ass question. That is a good question. Honest you can't, you can't do You can't do the one dick ten times because there's... Like, you have to, I mean, after you do it the first time, you have to think about it to do it again the next time. And then the time <laughs> after that. And the time after that. But, like, ten dicks at once? Like, God, it's going to suck for, I mean, you better hope everybody finishes quick because, damn. Yeah. It's gonna, but, you know. No, I, I agree with that because once you start sucking the dude's dick, like, by the third or fourth time, yeah. you know how he likes the balls cradled and the no. shaft stroke? Yeah, okay, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. All right, and last question. I got this one from the wizard over at the Team Never Quit podcast. Yeah. If you so. were hogtied in a closet, would you rather A, be in it with five water moccasins or B, a chimpanzee with a hand grenade in a high sense of curiosity? Oh, fuck. Okay, so... I'm I'm from a place where there's no water moccasins, so I don't know their like behavior patterns. So I'm hoping it's like one of those things where it's like if you don't mess with it, they won't mess with you. I don't know if that's the case, then I'd go with the water moccasin. Okay, fair enough. Um, on the other hand, I think it'd be pretty badass to be in a closet with a chimpanzee and a hand grenade, because like if you survive, like you get to tell that story. Like yeah, I was in a closet with a chimpanzee and a hand grenade. Yeah. Don't ask me how I ended up there, but just know it happened. You know, there's there. there's a lot of cartel around here. I could I could believe it. There is, dude. I, you know, that's another thing. We got a lot, a lot of heroin here. 
and cocaine, and you know it's it's good. You know, I, oh wait, wait. You mean it's good like the cocaine and heroin, or it's like, like no, like like it's good for you know, RPD. They got they got business, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so a few days ago, with one of my friends, um, we went to a gas station. We went to a gas station to go get some some tea, and uh, we're parked out there. And this guy like looks real sketchy. I'm like, God, what the hell's going on? So he comes up to us. He's like, he roll, he's like, gives us the signal to roll down the window, and he's like, "Hey, man, you guys got any crack?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. This is like two or three days ago. Like it was the weirdest thing. And uh, we're like, we're like, nah, man, we don't do that. And he's like, he's like, you sure? Like, yeah, man. Uh, we're like, we told him, go to the gas station across the street. I'm sure they got somebody that sells crack. <laughs> He's like, he's like, all right, thanks, man. Yeah, cool, cool. And then that was it. We took off. Wow. But yeah, love drugs. All right. Well, now Just that kidding, you, I don't love drugs. Now that you've been in the corner, we're gonna put Parrish in the corner. Cool, cool, cool. cool. What's up, Parrish? You ready? Yeah. What was the first car you owned? <laughs> None. Oh, that's right. You live in Korea, so that you can't own a car. Yeah, te- technically. Technically. No, I haven't owned a car. I drove a car before. You drove a car. What kind of car did you drive then? The first car I drove? Yeah, yeah. The first ever car you drove then? My aunt's van. Almost crashed that shit. <laughs> I think everyone has their first time. <laughs> All right. Next question. What's your spirit animal and why? Uh, My spirit animal? I have to say a fucking panda. A panda? Yeah. You look like you a look panda. You look like a panda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, you just look like a panda. Do you want me to answer why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, cause their life is fucking badass. Like all they do is fucking sit and eat, and then people like think they're fucking cute. So it's my fucking spirit animal. I'll agree with that. So since you live in Korea, what was the most fun time you had in Korea? Oh, fucking bar hopping with soldiers. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Next question. Uh, wait. Oh yeah. Go back to you. Would you rather suck one dick ten times or ten dicks one time? Hmm. So I thought about this question when you asked him, 10 dicks one time. Exactly. Because in order to suck one dude's dick 10 times, that's just commitment. Commitment is gay. Yep, that, that's fucking gay. With love of commitment. All, all right. And then the last question, like I said, if you were hogtied and thrown in a closet, would you rather have it with water moccasins? Five water moccasins? I don't know what the fuck a water moccasin is. Oh, let me finish. Or a chimpanzee with a hand grenade. What the fuck is a water moccasin? A water, it's, a, it's a snake that goes... It's, it's like a... Snake that goes in water, like it swims in water. It's really. It's they're, like, su- they're super playful. That people have them as pets. Okay. No, I've not met a single fucker. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, I'm messing with them. I'm okay. Them. I was like, what, wow, man? Okay, first of all, when we were doing land nav out here in Roswell, I fucking spooked a rattlesnake. So I don't fucking, I don't fuck with snakes. You don't. So I'll go at chimpanzee with the fucking hand grenade. All right. Cool. All right. Well, that was the time in the corner. The gr- great answers. Those are actually probably the best answers I've heard so far from people, um, especially with the questions I just asked you. Those are my favorite. Um, all right, cool. So now moving on, we're at, I'm out here with my guys because on Wednesday we start our uh, a two year program at New Mexico Military Institute for Early Commissioning Program. So indeed, yes, it's fun. So I met cool. these guys at the beginning of the summer when school or when our training all started at New Mexico Military Institute. We go for like five days before we go to Fort Knox. And so I'm curious, Roberts. What's up? What was your first? Because this man is not was bald at Fort Knox, but he had a lot of hair before. Yeah. So like he had some nice flow. So I'm, I'm curious though. 
what was your first reaction, your first full day with me? What did you think? Like, what, what was your first initial, like, you know, like, you looked at me, you heard me talk and uh, say shit. What was the uh, first thing that you thought in my head, in your head about me? Fuck, this guy's a dork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I, you know, because I had never, like, experienced any sort of, you know, military anything. So, like, him coming in here, trying to teach us how to use MRE heaters, I was like, fuck, man, this guy's high speed. Like, he, know, he knows his shit. So, I was like, I was Thank like... You. I was like, fuck, I, I don't know about this guy, but he knows what he's doing. So I'm just going gonna, gonna to stick with him because he knows. And then, uh, like, you know, a few few days go by and then still high speed as, as hell. And, uh, I like, we were all, like, hanging out, like, outside the barracks. And uh, I was like, you know what? This guy's pretty cool. I'll fuck with this kid. Dope. So, yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, man. What about you, Parrish? Because I met you the next day. Yeah, you, you came in at like midnight from Korea. Yeah, spooked the scared shit the out hell of out of me. It was two in the morning. I woke up and uh, <laughs> I like roll over. I look at my phone. Still think I'm by myself. What's up, bro? Oh damn! <laughs> the hell? Were you just like waiting for him to like no, turn, I, or did you I, literally I was, just I was, walk in? I was jet lagged as fuck. That's <laughs> midday in Korea, and I'm on my phone just cr- chilling. And this guy rolls over, pulls out his phone, I'm like, "What's up, dude?" <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. Damn, that's funny. So what about you, Parrish? Uh, I don't know. I just looked at you. I was like, what's up, dude? Because we sat next to each other while we were... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We sat next to each other in the classes. Fuck, uh, my foot's falling asleep. I thought you were pretty fucking high speed. Up. You know more shit than I do. But then, you're pretty cool because both military kids. Yeah. So I understand the life. You yeah, awesome. we, we, like, we had a lot of like, similar stories about like, just going out and having fun. Yeah, overseas, especially. Yeah. Maybe on an overseas basis. Well, and the difference between you and me, you're in Asia and I'm in Europe, so it's a little bit... Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm curious because like, in Europe, at least in Dodds in Europe, it feels like all the schools are closer in the sense of like, not only distance, but like, like knowing people. Like, I knew someone from every single school in Europe, but in Asia, it seems like everything's a lot more... It spaced out and I'm, I was just curious how like sports trips went for you guys because we always bust except when we went to Germany we flew that was the only time we ever flew so what was it like for you guys when you guys played sports oh so I mean I mean I knew people from all over so I knew people down in Camp Daegu uh, I knew people down in Camp Humphreys of course I went to school at Seoul American High School knew people knew people in Camp Foster that went to Kubasaki High School made a couple friends from uh the fucking Yokosuka Naval Base down there. And um, it, it's really weird because all the schools are, like, really spread out in yeah. Asia. So, I mean, the nearest Dodd school that we'd play is probably an hour and a half out of Seoul. So okay. We, we'd bust an hour and a half. That's not too bad. But um, the next school past that was about a five-hour drive down south, and it would only take five hours, and you're already at the other end of the country. Yeah. But then, as far as, like, Japan schools, when I played football up there, we made about three three Japan trips in a season. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's nice. And then a lot of our um, our Far East Asia competitions and whatnot. Yeah. So we had one down in uh, the fucking naval base. I can't say that name. But we are one down in that naval base. We had the, the baseball competition in our school. So it's, it's a lot of traveling. Yeah. More flying because you uh, know, yeah. Japan is... You can't just bust to Japan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think even though, like... I didn't realize how many schools were actually in Korea because all I knew was Humphreys and Casey, and then I knew like some in Japan. Oh, Casey's not there anymore. Casey's no longer a school. Oh, okay. See, yeah. when I was still in high school in Europe, that's all I knew. So for me, like, 
even though it seems like y'all are closer, it just, you know, I never heard anything like people knowing other people from different bases in the Pacific. Unlike in Europe, even though the closest school to us was Naples, which was an eight hour drive, it seemed like that we knew a lot more people though around Europe and heard a lot more stuff out of Europe than we did Asia, especially kids coming from Dodds Pacific to Dodds Europe, you know? See, I, I mean, we had, a, we had people from Holland Fells at my school. So they told us stories about Germany and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, other than that, like, I never knew anybody in Europe. Yeah. But I knew people, like, all over Asia. Basically. Yeah, exactly. But that's because we move a lot. Yeah. So. I'll say, I knew, like, two people in Pacific, but uh, but obviously I know more in Europe. So, yeah, good shit. Yeah, yeah. So, it's fun knowing that, that you and me have that same connection. Yeah. But then, Roberts is an actual native of Roswell. He is a... What up, what up? He is a homegrown meth person here. Um... So, you know, meth isn't meth isn't a big thing out here. It's uh, it's really not. You uh, know, it's uh, just heroin. Heroin okay. and uh, cocaine. Oh, okay. So would you say Demi Lovato's a New Mexican native? She's from New Mexico. Did you know that? Is she really? I did not. She's from oh my gosh, this just made it even better. Yeah. Oh damn. All right, man. So let the memes begin. What What about you living here, um, your whole life? Like, how how's it been like? Like, what has New Mexico been like for you? Going from like elementary school to now going to college here at New Mexico yeah. Military Institute. So, you know, I've lived here since the second I was born at my mother. Um, so, like, this is, you know, this is home. Like, this is all I know. I've never been outside of the country. Uh, Not even in Mexico? No. No, God, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're in New Mexico. It's yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's just like it's one of those things where, like, people coming in, they're like, fuck, man, like, how do you, how, like, what do you do, you know, it's just, like, you find things to do, you meet, like, you, uh, all the, there's two high schools here, there's Goddard High School, which I went to, and there's Roswell High School, and everybody, you know, like, super connected from both schools, like, it's okay, just, yeah. it's just, like, one of those things where, like, we don't have stuff to do, but the people here yeah like you you know you hang out with people and you find stuff to do that's so, pretty cool i mean it's it's cool like one thing that i do like about new mexico and it's it's more up north because here we're uh southeast southeast new mexico up north like the um like it, it's so beautiful here like the sunsets here there's i've never been to a place where there's a, a prettier sunset in, in new mexico yeah i'll agree with that um so, I remember us being in the barracks for a couple of days before we went to uh, Fort Knox, and it was, I tell you what, it was beautiful. I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, like, there's a, a, there's a lot of benefits, too. Uh, like, my tuition, only $200 a year, because <coughs> I'm, I'm a New Mexico native, so there's, like, all, there's all kinds of benefits. So, I mean, there's good, there's good and bad to it, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, this is home, so. Yeah, I feel. So then... How do you, how have you connected with people then? Like me and Parrish, for example, like people who have like different world views or like we've lived around the world and we've seen a lot of stuff. Like how, how, how do you connect with people like us? Or like how have you tried to connect and like understand other things from like different wor- that's, cultures? That's you know? one thing, you know, there's, since everybody's so connected here, uh, you kind of learn how to, how to communicate with people, how to yeah. talk to people from different places. So it's, it's like, it's pretty natural. Uh, meeting new people and you know i like learning about other places and and stuff like that yeah so you know it's just one of those things where you kind of you grow up 
knowing how to talk to people because everybody always asks you when you tell them, yeah, I'm from Roswell. They're like, oh, so, you know, aliens and, and all that stuff. And it's because people don't know, you know. So yeah. you get good at talking to people about where you're from and then in turn you learn about where they're from and it's just like that's just how how you're raised someone told me there's two types of aliens that will duck you out here yeah two types yeah you'll get snatched up sent to mexico real quick out here bro well you will because you're you're tiny no man bro (laughs) they can keister a lot in you what's your snatch dog hookers what what's my snatch what's your snatch right now as of after this shoulder injury uh probably 145 on a good day Whack, bro. That's whack. That's whack, bro. That's whack, bro. I know. Yeah, it was really cool because uh, when I remember meeting Roberts and we kind of connected really quick because uh, he does CrossFit out here. And um, since the beginning of or end of May, correction, um, I've been I switched over to CrossFit and I, I enjoy it. And uh, but Roberts over here is like uh, you know junior CrossFit Mister. He could go to the games next year if he really wanted to. Um, okay. uh, so so since the CrossFit games start on Wednesday. Yeah. And we start school on Wednesday. What yeah. What are your predictions for the 2018 CrossFit Games? It's gonna be good, man. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't really follow much much CrossFit just because um, I don't know. Like you, you you're just worried just about do you. It. Yeah, no, I, I feel. Just do it. But um, I know it's gonna be it's gonna be good. There's a lot of new stuff. It's gonna be a new like a new um, like a fresh start. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be one of those things where, like, nobody's really going to have any sort of advantage or um, you can't really pick. I mean, you can pick your favorites and stuff like that, but really, like, the the playing field's level. Yeah, you know, especially no... with, especially with that announcement today with the marathon row. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's a lot of new stuff. It's going to be good. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see how certain people perform, but, you know, at so, the end of the day, uh, it's just... You know, it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, so who do you think are going to win for the men's? Fraser. Without a doubt. Um, Fakowski and Vellner. Those are your top three? Yeah. Who do you think is going to go for the women? Because it's the oh, top five yeah. names are all... It's, that's the thing with the women. It's always close. The men's side, you, it's, I mean, it's pretty much it's easy to, to know. But, like, women, it changes every year for the women. So. Yeah. Um, because, like... You know, last year Carl Webb was at second place by two points. Yeah, but here's the thing with Carl Webb. She 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 operates on waves. Like she's good one year, not so good the next year. Yeah. So uh I don't know. Uh I think I don't think Toomey will win again. I don't. Uh just because um, you know, I don't know. I don't she's she's certain this will be her fourth year. You yeah. Know? Um she won it already and it's like really Unlikely for I think she'll podium. I think she'll podium for sure. Yeah, I think David's daughter will podium. I you know I think she will win it. I think honestly, so with yeah. the fire that she has from yeah getting fifth last year. Yeah. I mean, just the emotional breakdown she had after the games because she won two years, two years in a row before that, and the and the fact that she didn't even podium yeah. like that's a fire right there. Like that's her like. Like she's gonna say no. Nah. Like I'm, yeah. I know where I need to be at. Yeah. You know. So I, I really think that she's gonna win first. Yeah, and I actually went to the games the the first year that she won in 2015. I oh, you did? There. Yeah, I went to Carson. Oh, how was that? I, I really want to go to the game sh- to watch. Oh, uh, it's it's fun, man. Like, uh, it's just really cool. And I, I did a competition up there too, that I won. 
Oh, oh out. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, That's bro. what I'm talking about. Um, but, you know, uh, I think she'll, she'll be on the podium. I don't know what order, but this is what I think is going to happen. I know, I think Carl Webb, she'll be in the top five. Yep. Um, I want Sigmund's daughter on the podium. Hell yeah. She is my Icelandic goddess. Uh, I want Annie on the podium. Yep. Podium. And I want, uh, I think, yeah, I think Tinny will be on there. I, I'm, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I think, I think the top three, though, who will be on the podium will definitely be Sigmund's daughter, Davis' daughter, and uh, Toomey, for sure. Or so, sure. Sarah Sigmund's daughter, if you are listening to this, um, I'm rooting for you the whole way. You are my Icelandic goddess. Um, I have no problem saying that. So good luck and all that. Um, so, yeah, man, dude, it was really cool, though, meeting you and uh, being yeah, friends with thing. you. Yeah, CrossFit definitely I, brings a lot of people together. And actually, me and uh, Parrish today, we're, we did a wad today. We, uh, we ran. Um, we were, did a mile. Yeah, we did a mile, yeah. We were trying to do snatches, but um, he was kind of like uh, – I don't like snatches. He does, so he did clinging jerks and push presses and uh, high pulls. And I did snatch and overhead squats, and we did a uh, box – Step ups with deadlifts and uh, it was it was a fun wad today. Um, so uh, I really you know I enjoy it. Par- you enjoy Parish? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was so. really fun. All right, moving on to the next thing. So Roberts, man. What's up? You are the person who knows what's what around here. Uh huh. So tell us if if you can pick nonchalantly and hypothetically speaking, all you know. Yeah. Not not saying we're gonna do it. We can either confirm or deny if we're gonna do this. But if we are to go to a place and have a party, have a house oh, party, man. where 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 would you say and why? Uh, damn. Uh, honestly, dude, my house is pretty pretty dope. We got a lot of land out here. Yeah, I'll agree with that. You you yeah. got a nice place. Yeah, you have a nice place. God, um, my butt's falling asleep. Hold on. You want me to look uh, it up for you? No. I don't know, man. Uh, I kind of, I bounce around houses and stuff. I'm not a big drinker, not a big partier, but, uh, you know, it's just, you just got to know, know people. And, uh, but yeah, my house is where it's at, honestly. All right. All right, man. So now that we talked a little bit about, we got a little bit of the uh, partying stuff out and the, uh, you know, immature stuff we always talk about. I want to get yeah. down to the to the deep and gritty stuff. All what right. made you want to join the army? Money. What money? Scholarship. Money. <laughs> Scholarship. I'm not. I did. I'm not even gonna lie with you. Uh, That's fair. I, you know, I can respect that. Uh, you know, it's like college is expensive, and the army makes it cheap. You know, so you do what you gotta do. So you just want to do like four years? Or are you think? Are you now that you're done with Fort Knox and you? Did a month out there. Are you, are you thinking about making it a little bit longer of a career? Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. It's fun. That's awesome. So what, what are you trying to branch in the military or in the army? I'm sorry. Medical specialist. Medical specialist. Yeah. Like, are you talking about like a doctor doctor yeah. or like, yeah. or like be, a well, combat doctor? A doctor doctor. I'll be a, I want to be a doctor of physical therapy. Okay. Because, so um, you, you want to fix me, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to fix – you know, I'm going to make sure that you have the proper form for the overhead arm pull because we – because as you've proven, you, you want to fix me. That's fucking gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little on the gay side, but <coughs> you know, since you proved that the overhead arm pull is deadly, I'm gonna fix your ass up. All right, that sounds good. Never yeah. seen anybody get hurt on PRT before. I've never seen anybody get hurt themselves on a 
fucking warm up. <laughs> no, it wasn't a warm up. No, it, it was the cool, cool down. down. It was the cool down. It's cool down. On a cool down. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> hey, you know what you need? Huh? A straw. Hey, hey. You know why you need a straw? Why? So you can suck it the fuck up. <laughs> hey, look, I, I, I did a diagnosis on you. I think you have <coughs> this rare condition called NCH. What, what's NCH? No can handle. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, what, 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 how did you, because I heard when I got to holding company, right? Yeah. And new people started coming in, they kept saying, oh, you're the dude with the broken collarbone, or, oh, you're the dude that, uh, tore his shoulder. So what did you guys hear what happened to me? I heard that you hurt, you hurt yourself on the overhead arm pool. From me. And I didn't believe it. I honestly, I was like, there's no way this motherfucker broke his body doing a fucking stretch. But, lo and behold. I come upstairs and yeah. I'm in a sling. I see the Instagram post, and I'm like, this motherfucker did break himself on a damn stretch. But, hey, it is what it is. You know, I, and, and honestly, I still have no clue. Like, I mean, it was hurting before, and I just thought it was maybe my back. I didn't... What did you do? Did you, like, just whip that bitch up real fast or what? <laughs> no, so I was like, so we were getting smoke, right? And then I, I told my drill sergeant, like, when we were getting water, I was like, drill, drill sergeant, um, I just want to let you know that, my, like, right underneath, like, where my trap is, like... It's, it hurts a bit, but I can push through it. Like, I'm not trying to bitch out or anything. I'm just letting you know. So yeah. if, if you see me falling out for some reason, like, you know, he now has the accountability. Like, oh, this dude's hurt. So I'm not going to get yelled at. Like, why the fuck are you getting out? So next thing you know, like, we get up and we start stretching. And they say, the overhead arm pull. And I just reach up over my head and I just pull back. And next thing you know, I just feel a, I feel a pop. And then the whole front of my arm just goes numb. And then right back here, like... Where, like right on the back side of my shoulder, just burning sensation, like 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 seriously, someone's holding like a blowtorch to the back of my arm, yeah. or like back of my shoulder, and I was like, oh my god, and I I was just like I just like it's like how the fuck did I do that? Oh shit, here we go, fuck me. And all I wanted to do was train. I kept telling the medics, I just pop it back in. I'm good to go, good to go. And then um, I was trying to argue with the doctor, right? But then he pumped me full of drugs, so I went from, Doc, let me train to, Doc, let me, let me clean, because I couldn't speak, because I was just, they gave me tramadol. Damn, sounds like Damn. a life. Right? I mean, I was just, anyways, I'm, I'm glad everything's fine, though, and I'm going to tear some shit up. So, what about you, Parrish? What, obviously, you know, military family, we, uh, from a young age, we're always, you and me have been looking at the military you wearing camis when we were like three, right? Honestly, I have pictures of that shit. Uh, so yeah, so I, I know exactly. I have those too. But your mom's Navy, like yeah. my dad. My dad's Navy. So what made you want to join the Army? Okay, uh, Defiance. <coughs> the what? Say, wait, what? Defiance. Defiance? My mom didn't, or both of my parents said the military is not, like, no, don't join the military. It's not what it is, what it was when we joined. Yeah. So, and then, honestly, at first I really wanted to join the Navy. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an uh, intelligence but. Like, you know, military intelligence with the Navy. Yeah, yeah. But, um, mom's like, oh, don't join the Navy. The Navy's not a, not the best branch, you know. And then I looked at the Air Force, a little bit overweight. And then my sister joined the Air Force. I'm like, fuck no, I'm not following my sister. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, don't want to be a Marine. They're dumb as shit. <laughs> so I was like, hey, the Army. That's fair enough. So then, you know, join the Army. You think about it. What are you going to branch in the Army? Uh, I, I'm... Seriously, consider military intelligence now. But um, <laughs> I want to go combat arms, so I want to do air defense artillery. If there's military people here, yes, I know that another thing stands for is another dumbass. Yep. <laughs> so, 
So, um, but I want to branch detail that and then possibly go military intelligence or maybe just stay ADA. That, that's, a, that's a good mix right there. So, nice, man. It's, it should be fun. Um, we got a good crew, so, uh, yeah. So, Roberts, man, we're going back to you. Yeah. What is the bottomless lake? Because I heard about it and I've seen some things about it. What it's is it? It's a cesspool, bro. It's a cesspool? That's where everybody goes. Like, that's, like, the closest, the closest, um... Thing we have to Roswell that's like somewhat kind of fun but it's so disgusting like it's the nastiest fucking shit water um that I've ever seen like it's horrible but you know um there's, there's a lot of stuff that to do out there that you're not allowed to do but everybody does it anyway like uh uh cliff jumping and stuff but you know um it's it's fun it's it's fun but disgusting. Like if if you go and get in the water, you should probably go to the doctor afterwards because you you've got some sort of disease. <laughs> like going to Fort Bragg barracks. Yeah. All right. So how deep is it? Because they call it the bottomless lakes. Okay. So, like, so the story why it's called bottomless lakes. Um. There's well. There's two stories. There's the like you know the folklore, and then there's the actual story. So what's um, what's the what's both of the stories? All right. So I've never heard any of them. So the fake story. Um, is uh, it's bottomless because a car, a jeep supposedly drove off a cliff in, drove off one of the cliffs into the water, and they could never find the the jeep. You know, so that's how it became bottomless lakes. Technically, I mean that's just the name for it. That's not how the name came to be, but that's just you know the stories that people make up and stuff. But the real story is uh, there's you know. Uh, supposedly there's like a a large like current under like deep in the water so when people they try to measure it um, they the currents would just mess up all the measurements and stuff like that so that's that's why it's bottomless lakes pretty cool how deep do you think it is it's not deep at all really uh-uh. uh, I'd say maybe like 30 feet probably oh, okay so enough to the point where it's like because how high is the cliff Jumping off into no, it's not 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 okay. So, uh, there's no cliffs at bottomless lakes. I mean, it's a tiny lake. Like, you, oh, okay, you can see clear across to the other side. It's like it's basically a glorified pond. <laughs> but uh, driving up to it, there's a bunch of ink wells and stuff. That's yeah. where people go cliff jumping at. Oh, okay. But like, those are the pictures I'm always seeing then mm-hmm. of it. Okay. Yeah, and there's people that like die there. Like, uh, I think like a month ago, somebody died there. But people go jump there anyway. Yeah, because, you know, fuck it, yeah, right? fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Right. All right, man. Well, that's that's really cool. Because yeah, I saw pictures of it, and I was just curious about it. And, like, anytime I searched up Bottomless Lake, like, I never read any of the stories. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. It just, it's a lake you can jump into. Yeah, it's it's not. It's, it's a glorified pond, honestly. Nice. All right, man. So, going back to CrossFit. Yeah. Curious, how did you get into it? Because I got into it f- just by dumb luck. I found an Instagram page and they posted some wads for so like actually, military. It was actually my dad. Um, so, because I started back in 2013. Um, and before that, my dad was on the SWAT team here on the uh, Roswell Police Department. And part of their their SWAT training was they had to go do, they had to go work out. And they actually worked out at NIMI. Okay. With, with like some some of the coaches there and stuff like that, and I used to go work out with them, and uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, 
long story short, they ended up stopping. They they quit that whole training process. So there was like a year in between where I was I was doing nothing, and I wanted to do gymnastics because you know I I can do a lot of uh, like backflips and stuff. Yeah, like that. you're you're small, you're nimble, you're agile. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to do because I like you know doing flips and shit. But uh, my dad he found out that one of the guys that he used to work out with from the fire department opened up a, a CrossFit gym and I didn't know what that was. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's like, um, it's like what we did at NIMI, except you'll do a little bit of gymnastics stuff too. And I was like, okay, that's perfect. He's like, he tells me, but they're not going to teach you how to do a, a flip or anything like that. And I was like, I, I don't really care. Like I was super young. I was like 12, yeah. 12 or 13. I don't, I don't remember. Um, so I did it. And then first class I went, uh, a lot of fun. I liked my coach. And then after that, um, I just, uh, I started, I started going regularly. And then, uh, um, you know, I'm doing it for a couple of years. I, I become really good friends with the, the coaches and stuff. And, uh, I ended up getting my level one certification about a year and a half ago. Nice. And I started, uh, coaching there and, uh, doing all, so. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why Why do you have the sound on? Because I bought this thing in Korea. The sound doesn't come off. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't come off? Uh, do you see the, the freaking thing on? Yeah. It's off. Can't you just go into settings and... He's Snapchatting right now. Rookie mistake, bro. Rookie mistake. All right, that's really cool, man. Because, yeah, I, I discovered... It. I knew about CrossFit... But, like, of course, I was, like, the dude. I was, like, oh, bro, bro, we're just going to bench and do biceps. So I was always, like, fuck CrossFit. But then I started doing it, and I'm, like, I enjoy that way more because I'm going to do something different tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm going to do something different the day after. You know? Yeah. Uh, that, that's why like, I enjoy I've about never, it. I've never done any of that, like, bicep, like, none of, like, the conventional, like, global gym stuff. But, um, so, started, you know, working out for years, and then I got really good at Olympic weightlifting, like, uh... Like for my my weight and age, and uh, actually had the opportunity to go train at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs, and I got to meet the uh, Olympic weightlifting coach there, and uh, got to work out with them for a few hours. And so um, it's like it's one of those things now where like I think it's cool how just by doing CrossFit, like I got you know I got that opportunity. Yeah, that that's really awesome. Yeah, you know, because I enjoy the Olympic weightlifting, you know, doing the clinging jerks and the snatch. Those are fun movements because it's not just like, oh, dude, put it from point A to point B. There's a lot yeah, more involved with it. There's a lot of it. movement in between. Yeah, heck yeah, definitely. Man, that's awesome. <clears throat> All right, so let's go back to the beginning of the show. Like I said, we have a sponsor, Stay Gold Tattoo Parlor by James Pierce of Parrish and Robert, both of you. Because none of you guys have tattoos, right? I'm the no. only one with, you don't have, yeah, you don't have a tattoo. No. You don't have a tattoo? No. I'm the only one with a tattoo. So would you get a tattoo? Or would you want to get tatted? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe when I'm older, but like right now, you know, I, I thought about it a few times. But it's just, it's like one of those things where like, fuck, man. If I, like this, this will be on me forever, you know? And I don't ever want it to come to a point where like I hate it. Like I, I regret it. Yeah, you I know, feel. So. Right now I'm just chilling, you know? But but saying like say a couple months or so, would you think about it? Fuck no, a couple years, man. All right, because I'm telling you right now, once you get one, like you'll be like, oh, 
fuck, whatever. Because I'm at the point where it's like, I just want to tattoo, like, a paperclip on me. Huh. Like, I'm, I'm not even lying. Like, I would get a paperclip right, on, right above my knee. Huh. Just because it's like, it's, it's ink. I just, I enjoy it. Yeah. You know? Like, I... I, I want to live some life first, you know? I feel, I feel. So what about you, Parrish? Oh, yeah, I've been wanting to give me a tattoo, but, um, like, for me, it'd have to mean something. Like, not, like, just, like, a random tattoo. Like, so there has to be like a story behind it. Yeah. So it's like you wouldn't get just like uh, I don't know, like uh, a square knot on you. No, no, that's just fucking stupid. Like for me, like, like I, I was thinking about going back home after, you know, during spring break and whatnot. I was thinking about going back home to Hawaii, and uh, getting a tribal tattoo because that's my culture. Yeah. And it, it wasn't it wasn't gonna be like the the pen or anything. It was gonna be the traditional, the, the traditional like the, tap style. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that'd be really cool. It'd take forever, but it'd be cool. So yeah. it hurt too, but... Heck yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like... I don't know. It, it. Who knows how it would feel? Because personally to me, I think it feel it wouldn't feel as bad as a gun because it's like putting like... A, it's like stabbing a pen with yourself. Yeah. You know? I don't, I don't think it'd be that bad. But um, like... Just take forever. Yeah, like for Robert said, like, reason why it would have to mean something is because like... Because I don't want to look at it and just be like, why the fuck did I get this? Yeah. Yeah, you know? And then, but then if people are like, oh, that's a nice tattoo. What, like, what is it about? Like, I have a story to tell behind it. Yeah. That's fair enough. I, I could see that. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, I like tats, though. So for me, it's like, I'm at the point where I'm just like, yeah, let's go see what they're doing. Oh, you got that? Sure, put it on me. Yeah, that's like my sister. My sister's like, ah, just eat me up. Yeah, well, after you get your first one, that's, you know, that's... That's how I've been looking at it. And a lot of my friends who've gotten tattoos, like when they've gotten multiple tattoos, they've just been like, oh, yeah, just go ahead, put something on me. So, I mean, that's personally how I feel, though. You know? God, it's hotter than balls in here, Robert. Feels good, man. This is, this is fucking home. I'm literally sweating. I love this weather. It just, like a whore in church? Yes, I'm sweating like a whore in church. But see, I like this weather, though, way better than Knox. Oh, for sure, dude. Like, Knox freaking heat rash every day. When I got home and I, you know, I felt my lips instantly trap chap up. I was like, "Damn, man, I'm home." <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the thing you hated? Like the number one thing that you hated about Knox? You know, I didn't really hate anything. Like, um, one thing that I always uh, told myself was like, everything that we do has um, has purpose to it. So they're not gonna put us in any situation where we're gonna die. And I just thought, you know, like, that's that's what I like. You know, I like knowing that what I'm doing, that, like, there's purpose behind it. Yeah. So I didn't really hate anything. I'd say um, the most uncomfortable part of, of Fort Knox was the damn sleep deprivation. And, like, honestly, it wasn't that bad, but, like when we were actually doing stuff. But it was, like, the first week when we were just sitting in briefs. Yeah, and, and it was like, just hurry up and wait. Yeah. That, yeah, that was, like, the most frustrating. And then, like, I think it was, like, week. We were, like, already a week and a half in. I think you were already gone. I don't... Yeah, I was, I was, I was still stuck in holding. I don't remember the time frame, but, like, it was just... It was one of those days where I woke up, like, you know, just, like, over it. I was tired. I was uncomfortable. Uh, we ha- kept having to go up and downstairs get to get gear. Because um, uh, we were about to do... I don't remember what we were about to do, but... Um, I was like pissed. We are like we had our rifles, um, and we kept having to go upstairs. 
And so I, I went upstairs, because right, I forgot some stuff. I went, I had it all in my hands. And I was on the second floor, so there were like, there was like, you had to walk upstairs. Um, I'm walking down the stairs, and when I get to like the first stair, I'm like, ah oh, man, this this could be bad. Like this is dangerous because I can't see my. I have so much stuff in my hands that I can't see my feet, so I don't know where my feet are going. But you know, like I've walked downstairs my whole life. Yeah. Has. And so I was like, I wasn't too worried about it. I made it safely down the first step, and then I overstepped the second step. My heel hit it, and then it was just downhill. Just everything scattered. I fell all the way down the stairs. <laughs> I hit my head on the concrete wall, um, like, on the bottom of the stairs. And I was just pissed. Like, damn, it sucked. Like, I hit my head pretty hard. I hurt my back. You were um, just done. Uh, yeah, it was. And then we had to go back outside, stand in formation, get yelled at. I was just like, fuck, this sucks. But then the next morning, I was fine. You know? It was yeah. Just like, Low moment. Take it day by day. But see, like, when you got hurt, though, it's like, you could, you could hide that. You're like, oh, whatever. Just, like, you shake it off. Yeah. When, when, you're, when, you're, in a du- when you're in a formation, that double arm interval, and you're uncovered, it's kind of hard to hide that you got hurt. Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't too worried about the pain. Yeah. I was just so damn pissed, like, that I, like, I fell, a lot of bullshit's going on right now. Yeah. And it, and it was, like, early on, so I was thinking in my head, like, fuck, we got another three weeks of this crap, so. But it got, it it wasn't bad. Yeah, what about you, Parrish? Oh, I freaking loved it. You didn't hate, not not one thing that you'd be, like, like, Robert's, like, you were just annoyed at, not one thing? Like, one thing where you're just to the point where you're, like, fuck. I think, I think all the fucking meatheads, that, like, really fucking pissed me off. Because, I mean, like, you know, oh, like, we're, you, like, like, we're really trying to train, and, like, these people are doing dumb shit. And we're getting smoked. Yeah. And but I don't mind getting smoked because we didn't get enough PT out there. Yeah. But like I didn't mind getting smoked. But like when you're taking out a training time, yeah. Because like you're doing dumb shit. Yeah. And we get the everybody reaps the benefits of it. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I remember the first day we got the drill sergeants, like, like I, I remember calling up my parents and like you, my mom will like, like my mom will attest to this. I was like, I just got smoked for the first time. I fucking loved it. Yeah. You know. No, it's fun. Like, you know, I have no problem with it. But, no, I agree with you. When there are people who are doing dumb shit and you're like, hey, you know, we need to fucking focus. And they're like, oh, 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 watch this. Yeah, like, there's times to play around. Like, I, like I'm the biggest fucking goof off there is. Oh, yeah. Like, but, like, when it's time to train and it's time to learn stuff, like, don't be doing dumb shit around that time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that, yeah. All right. But, so, but what was your favorite thing, though? Like, your number one thing that, like, if you could relive again, like, tomorrow. My favorite story. Yeah, like, your favorite story, favorite anything from Fort Knox. I have a lot of stories. The number one. Number one story. All right. Um, for me, <laughs> the night before we left, we were supposed to be cleaning our room. So, you know, we cleaned our room, whatnot, but we were sitting around because we didn't know we were supposed to call Kadri in there, check it, or maybe call the Joe Sardinson. So... So we're just sitting around. Joe Sergeant Stewart is doing what Joe Sergeant Stewart does. Just run around the hall. Ah, clean your shit. Ah. Then he stops at our room because he doesn't see anybody in there. So he walks in and we're all sitting behind the lockers, just cruising and just talking. And he goes, oh, so you guys want to fucking sit down? So he goes, come outside, sit on my wall. So then we're outside and, you know, we're sitting on the wall. We're just sitting on there. And he goes, okay, come in the day room where all the fucking Joe Sergeants are. Senior Joe Sargent was playing some good-ass country music, not going to lie. So we're in there, and then, you know, one of my favorite songs come down. Now we're in the bent leg raise, because, you know, Joe Sargent said to lay down. So when we lay down, we do this bent leg raise. 
and then Dixieland the light comes on. I remember like I was in you know the position we're doing that shit, and then like chorus comes. I'm like spend my dollar, part in holler needs mountain blue light, and then Drill Sergeant uh from their platoon stands up. He goes, Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? I can hear. I can hear. Are you West- really fucking serious? I can hear. Are you hear- singing while you're fucking getting smoked? Dude, I can hear Westbrook's voice right now. Just, <laughs> just as you're saying that. Are you fucking serious? Huh? I see how it is. And then I got your number. My drill sergeant from my platoon. He goes, "Hey, don't blame him. It's a good <coughs> fucking song." Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was it was actually a really fun time. <clears throat> so between out of all the four drill sergeants, who was your favorite though? Including, I'm correction, five, including senior. Who's your favorite? It's a tough one. Drill sergeant Gula. No, from, but you're but, diff- but you're you're Bravo. From, from, we'll get to you. We'll, in a minute. We'll, we'll get to the like all the drill sergeants. Alpha Company is but, way better. Yeah, I want to hear yeah, Alpha yeah. Company drill sergeants, Bravo, and then Bro, across the board. My platoon won best platoon in the regiment. Did you know that? Bet you didn't. Uh, I don't think so. I think that was first platoon. But like um, but uh, my it had to be between drill sergeant Brandon and drill sergeant Stewart, the two infantry guys. Oh yeah, because infantry. Duh. But um, why why does why is the sky blue? God loves the infantry. Exactly. But uh, with uh, Joe Sergeant Stewart, me and him connected because we were both in Korea. So, like, we were sharing stories about, you know, living in Korea, what we did a lot, a lot of the places we went to. But then with Joe Sergeant Brandon, he was really cool with us because um, he didn't, like, treat us like a lot of the other Joe Sergeants did. He gave us a little bit more, like, leniency. He gave us a little bit more, like, hey, I'm going to trust you guys a little bit more. Yeah. So, it's, one, it's between those two. But I think if it had to come down to it, it had to be Joe Sergeant Brandon. Alright, what about you, Roberts? What was your favorite story and your favorite drill song? Alright, so a lot of good stories at Fort Knox, but I'd say my favorite story of like the whole experience was actually the the all the flights to Fort Knox. Yeah. Um so the, Yeah, and I was the only one in fucking Philly. Yeah. Alright, so um it was we were already like I I've only known these guys for a week. There's two two guys, uh one one guy's name is Quirk, the other one's name is Till, <laughs> and uh, these guys are all time like they're dope as hell. So, but I, I still didn't really know them too well, and uh, so we're in an airport. We had a lot of flights, so I don't remember which airport, but we were in a airport, and uh, we're walking. It's the three of us, and uh, and there's a, a another cadet with us. Her name's Parvin. Um, so we're walking, and we see like. Uh, there's this kid crying, like no no parents around him, like just just this like little five year old kid, and uh, and keep in mind I still didn't really know these these guys too well, so we walk past the kid, the girl, um, the uh, girl Parvin, she goes and like hey we should help him out whatever whatever, and so we help the kid out and then we're walking, and uh, we're walking to our next gate, and uh, till. <coughs> He goes, says to me in Quirk, um, yeah, I, I saw that kid, but uh, I didn't want to say anything because all I was thinking was, he goes, fuck, that was kind of fucking weird. <laughs> so, like, we started laughing, that was like real funny, and then we keep walking, and, he, and out of nowhere, he's like, yeah, I should have asked the kid if he wanted a straw. And, like, we're, me and Quirk are both like, why would, uh, why would you, like what's, like, what's the point of that? And in the middle of the airport, he yells out, so he could suck it the fuck up. <laughs> and oh my god, I laughed so hard. <laughs> People looking at us, it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. But right. what makes it even funnier though is because he looks and sounds like Joe from Family Guy. Oh my god, like... <laughs> like no, not Joe, Peter. 
like a real fucking that's what I meant like real deep voice and you know all, no, all that Pe- stuff no Peter Griffin's the fat one oh, and no, then no, so no, no, no. yeah never mind just have to go let me finish my story, damn it. Hey, shut the fuck up. Hey, Robert, hey. shut it the fuck up. Lock it the fuck up. All right, so so that <laughs> happens. Fucking burgers. That happens. We get on our we get on the flight, and then uh, we have about an hour and a half flight. We get to the next airport, and uh, uh, still hang out, still with Quirk and Till, and we're walking. There's a big group of people, and like you know how like sometimes when you're walking and you meet some. You meet somebody face on, and you don't know which way they're gonna go, so you end up going the same way. And you yeah. To like juke each other out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you you've ever been in one of those situations? Yeah. Super awkward. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there's this large group of people. We're walking to our next gate. Me and Quirk, we kind of we kind of veer off to the side, but the crowd opens up, and there's an old lady on a scooter driving towards uh driving towards Till, and it it was like, like it happened so fast, but it was so damn funny. Uh, so this lady's driving, uh, Till's not paying attention, and uh, he makes eye, like they make eye contact, and me and Quirk are watching this from the sidelines, like we know what's about to happen. <laughs> he ends up getting in one of those little juke matches with this girl on the scooter. <laughs> He's going like right and left, side to side, and the girl on the scooter's like moving her handlebars, <laughs> eater, eater, eater. Like this goes on for at least three seconds, enough to make it like super awkward. And me and Quirk, we, we almost had to take a knee. We were laughing so damn hard. And, uh, like, after, afterwards, he, like, we're, we all kind of join up. Me and Quirk, we don't say anything. And then he's like, he's like, y'all just saw that, huh? We just saw it. We <laughs> lost it. And he's like, that was really fucking awkward. And so, yeah, that was like, oh, my God. That's I'm going to think about that forever because it was so damn funny. That's funny. So who's your favorite drill sergeant from Knox? Okay, so Bravo Company, best company. That was, uh, I was Bravo I'll first platoon. Um, my favorite drill sergeant was Drill Sergeant Gula. This guy was so fucking funny. Um, one time I was in formation. It was two in the morning, and uh, he calls me out in front of everybody because I I moved like I I made a movement like I I swatted a bug from out of my ear. <coughs> I swear this bug was bigger than a fucking fighter jet. It was so huge. <laughs> and he calls me out and he's like, "What?" Like he's like. He's all, what, what's, what's wrong with you? What's your problem? I was like, there was a bug on me, drill sergeant. He goes, where are you from? Roswell, drill sergeant. He's like, they don't have bugs bugs there? I was like, not that big, drill sergeant. He's like, ah! And then he made me do 20 push-ups, and that was it. But <laughs> he just makes a big old no. Ah! Ah! Listen up, cadets! Ah! I think, that's, that's pretty funny, but I think out of the entire regiment, the t- my two favorite drill sergeants... Was Senior Drill Sergeant and Drill Sergeant Westbrook. Just because Senior Drill Sergeant is that bro who's got that big old chest out. And he's like, cockiest walk ever. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't look at you. He has his sunglasses on. He's like, listen up, Alpha Company. Y'all are really starting to piss me off. I mean, just the way he walked around and just the stuff he did, it was just so funny. So, all right. Wow. That was a, that was a fun talk. Um... Thanks guys for being on this episode. I really enjoy it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So don't worry. When school year starts and we get we get a little bit more freedom, um, uh, this will be a regular. We'll have some more people on. We'll have our whole uh, try to get as many people as we can on from our unit. So um, uh, you guys, uh, I do a shout out of the week. So basically, you guys shout out someone um, that you guys want to recognize, whether they did something for you or you just want to shout someone out because like, hey, I think they're dope and they just someone needs to know who they are. So uh, Robert, who would you, who do you want to shout out? 
A- anyone. I want to shout out Donald Trump. Donald Trump. My boss, you know. Yeah. Send it. Send it. What about you, Parrish? Uh, shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. He's freaking amazing. I haven't met him. Well, I mean, technically I've met him, but I haven't met him exactly. Yet. Yeah, no, I feel you. You've met Jesus, though. Jesus, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, the I Mexican mean, kid. Yeah, I know a lot of Jesuses. Um, I think I want to shout out uh, Fourth Regiment, just cuz. Fourth Reg. Fourth Reg. Oh, I also want to shout out my buddy Till. Yep. All time. Yep, Till. We're oh, shouting you out, bro. I want to shout out Queer. I mean, Quark. He's <laughs> fucking awesome, too. All right. Thanks, guys, for coming on this episode. Uh, again, sponsors are Stay Gold Tattoo Parlor. If you guys want some tattoos, talk them out. Um, this was Carson's Corner, and uh, I'll see you guys in the next episode.